Welcome to our message for December the 3rd, 2023. It's the first Sunday of Advent, and our scripture readings come from Isaiah 64, the first two verses, and the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. First, the passage from Isaiah. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil to make your name known to your adversaries, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. And then from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, beginning at 24. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things take place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be aware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, in the midst of trying, challenging times, remind us that you are still God, that you are still present. You do still come near. Help us to orient our lives around who you are, rather than our circumstances. Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Yikes, it's Advent. How did that happen? How did it come about so quickly? It's the first day of Advent. How can I possibly be already two weeks behind with all of my Christmas planning? I mean, Christmas Day is three weeks from tomorrow. We've not put up a tree. We've not put up the first decoration. There are still presents to buy. There are meals to plan. There's cleaning to be done, parties to be scheduled. The calendar is filling up. The season should remind us of what is most important in life, family, faith, friends. But too often the important gets pushed aside by the urgent Too often I've made it to Christmas Eve only to realize that I have spent very little time on the important things. Well, I've been busy. I've kept the calendar full. I've worked lots of hours. But on Christmas Eve, I look back over Advent and I wonder, why didn't I spend time on what truly matters? You think Advent came quickly. Wait until you see how quickly it's over. It may be over before we've done what's important. As if the normal stress of the holidays isn't enough, look at the condition of the world around us. 
War rages in Europe and Israel. The land of the first Christmas is now a war zone. Somehow we've become almost numb to daily death tolls. Our political world is increasingly divided. A frontrunner for nomination as president of the United States is on trial. Both parties are embroiled in bitter battles. Government shutdown always seems imminent. Violence in our schools and in our streets is so commonplace, it's barely newsworthy anymore. And even the church, the one place where peace should reign, struggles with divisiveness and schism. No wonder it's hard to get our hearts ready for Christmas. Oh God, if you would just tear open the heavens and come down and fix this mess. The tyranny of the urgent threatens to push aside the important. There's so much we need to do that there's no time left to do what we ought to do. Let me repeat that. There is so much that we think we need to do that there's no time left to do what we ought to do. We bury ourselves in decorations and shopping and cleaning and worrying about matters beyond our control. We fill up our our daytime for trips to this store and that, making sure that the Christmas list is complete. We worry about whether the gifts will be enough, whether everyone will be happy with what they receive. So much stuff beyond our control. There's little time left for faith, for actually remembering the child in the manger. After all, we're celebrating Jesus' birthday. This should be a time for orienting our lives around the birth of Christ, around God incarnate in the world. That should be our focus, and yet so many other things vie for that attention. There's very little time to gather with family and friends and and to be truly present. I mean, I know that we'll schedule the parties and we'll fixate on the food and the uh, and the gifts, but how much time do we gen- genuinely sit down and visit with friends and family? The tyranny of Christmas preparations threatens to push aside the joy of Christmas and the gift of Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus' words in the Gospel of Mark shock us back to our senses. Jesus shocks us into remembering what is truly important. He paints a picture of a world even more dreary than our own. He talks about the sun and the moon being darkened. He talks about stars falling from heaven. He's describing a world that has completely come apart. And in the midst of the chaos of that world, in the midst of the shock and the awe of destruction, there's hope. God will tear open the clouds. God will tear open the clouds of our lives, no matter how dark and dreary our days may be. God will tear open the clouds of our lives, and the Son of Man will come in glory. There is the source of our hope. The source of our hope that God has come, and that God is coming, and that God is present. Advent reminds us of our story of what happened long ago in Bethlehem. Our our Advent reminds us of the manger and of shepherds and of the Magi. Reminds us of the star in the east. Reminds us of the freshness of that new birth of the Son of God into the world. It reminds us of the past, but it also reminds us that the God who came then 
is still coming into our world today. God is with us today in the midst of all of our busyness and messiness. God will be here tomorrow no matter what we face. It's a time to remember God's presence, to focus on that. Jesus reminds us to focus on doing the important. Do the work to which God has called us. Take time to truly notice the Christ child and to be aware of Emmanuel, God present with us. Advent reminds us to focus on the important. How appropriate on this first day of Advent that in person we will gather at Christ's table. The meal is important. The meal reminds us of all that is important. We'll slow down and take time to truly celebrate God's presence in the Eucharist. Plan today for how you will make time for the important over the next 22 days. Plan today for how you will make time for the important over the next 22 days. Schedule time daily to meet with a Christ child just to sit there at the manger and be awestruck by the presence of God in the form of an infant child. Schedule time for family. Write it on your calendar if you need to so that you actually take time for those that are important to you. So what if the decorations aren't perfect? So what if the house is not spotless? Christ is coming anyway, and we don't want to miss him. This Advent Christmas, may it be Christ who rules our lives instead of the earth.